Welcome to Created in Him Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Michelle, where believers can grow in the Word of God, walk in the authority of God, so the Word of God and the authority of God will impact and improve their lives. Again, I'm your host, Tanya Michelle, and welcome to Episode 3. The title today is Permission Granted. Yes, Permission Granted. Again, I'm your host, Tanya Michelle. Have you ever had to get permission from your father or an authority figure to do something? And you had to wait until permission was granted before you did it? Sometimes in life, we have to wait to get permission to do something. And then either way, sometimes we find ourselves going through a particular situation because we got permission or because we didn't get permission and we still got ourselves in some trouble. But what I want to talk about is this. We have to get permission from God to do anything. We have to go to God and consult with God first before we do anything. Before we make any sudden moves, we have to go to God to get permission to do something. You know why? Because when something is going on around the corner, only God knows what it is. And God has our best interest in mind. See, God has our best interest in mind. So when you find yourself going through something, you can say, God, you told me to do this. That way you know that God is in control and you won't find yourself in a heap of trouble because you didn't see God first. So have you ever did something out of the will of God? That's what I want to talk about, is doing things out of the will of God and expecting God to grant permission after you've done something or decided to make a decision. You made a decision on doing something that was not in the will of God. Think about when Jesus was in the garden. Jesus got permission from God. He talked about the cup. You know, he was like, I know, let your will be done. But if this cup, if you can just get this cup, this cup can just pass from me. But see, it was the will of God. He got permission from God. And a lot of things in our life, we got to get permission from God. So I want to talk about this because sometimes I know a lot of believers is like, listen, I have got permission from God and I found myself in this particular situation. But I want to help you to to say this before we get real super deep is that God, even though God still gave you permission, God did not leave you where you were. God saved you. God protected you. God made a way out of no way. God was a present help in the midst of trouble. And because that's what his word says. And God's word is the truth. God's word is the truth. And listen, you got to get permission from God to do anything. But I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. We got to get permission from God. So let's, um, three things I want to talk about. One is this. You have to get permission to move in your storm. Have you ever found yourself in a particular storm and you didn't get permission? You didn't get permission from God. Matter of fact, you didn't even consult with God in the storm as though he don't know you in it. 
Some storms we cause on our own. Some storms we find ourselves in because of an environment or situation. Some storms we find ourselves in of no fault of our own. But I do want to say this is that you got to get permission even in your storm. I know a lot of us don't think about that, but I was reading today and God really dropped this in my spirit. Y'all remember when Peter uh, was in, in Matthew chapter 14, um, Matthew chapter 14, 22 through 31. And then I'm going to read that. See, I want to talk about this. How do you handle permission when it's granted? You see in Matthew chapter 14, where Peter sees Jesus, and first the disciples thought that Jesus was a spirit. They were afraid. But listen, you see in the word, is when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. They were saying, this is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But look, I want y'all to take a look at verse 17. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. Even though there's a storm going on, there's a storm going on. In verse 24, it says, But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. That means the wind was boisterous. The wind was contrary. And it wasn't no smooth sailing. This is not something that, that uh, didn't really cause any harm. The sea wasn't calm. There was a lot going on, even in the winds. But Peter was like, Lord, if this is you, bid me to come. Even in the midst of our storm, we got to get permission from God to even move outside of our comfort zone. One, I want to show you something. Peter was still inside the ship. Peter was still inside the ship, and Jesus is walking on water toward them. Because remember, Jesus went to pray. He went to pray, and it says that the, sh the ship, when he went to pray, is he went to send the multitude away. Then he went up on the mountain apart to pray. And then when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship, it says, was now in the midst of the sea. So Jesus started start walking toward the disciples on the water. See, understand, even in the midst of our storm, when Jesus says, I'm a present help in time of trouble, he is still present even in the midst of our storm. I know now we don't physically see Jesus with us. We don't physically see the Holy Spirit with us, but know that the Holy Spirit is with us. Know that the Holy Spirit is with us. You see where even in the midst of the storm, Jesus gave Peter permission to move. Peter could have stayed inside the boat and Jesus was very well on his way to them. But Peter says, if this is you, Lord, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said, come. 
see, when we ask God to give us permission, we don't ask him about the conditions of the permission that he's given us. Now, let me explain. Peter understood that Jesus is walking on water. He's looking at the water as a well. He's walking on the water. So I'm going to walk on the water. You know, this is something that we would do. If they can do it, I can do it. But understand that you got to get permission from God. A lot of times people are doing things that have they have not got permission from God to move. So you are moving outside of the will of God. And you're wondering why what you're doing is not anointed because you wasn't appointed to do what this this thing right here. Whatever that thing is, you got to get permission from God to move. Peter got permission from Jesus to come outside of the boat. And once he got outside of the boat, he began to look around at his situation. See, Jesus is right here with us. And when he give us permission to, I need you to do this. We allow fear to step in and hinder our walk with God. That's what I say, moving outside of the will of God, because fear is not in the will of God. He don't want you to fear false evidence appearing real. He don't want you to fear. Here it is. He's saying, now, I need you to walk in faith. I need you to have faith. I don't need you to walk in fear because this is what fear does. When Peter was come down out of the ship, this is what the word says. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But, see, there's a but always around when we begin to focus on other things outside of focusing on Jesus. But he saw the wind, boisterous. He saw the wind. He was afraid. See, you much stuff is going on in this verse. He stepped outside of his comfort zone because he going to Jesus. He and that like he we, we feel we feel like I'm doing this because Jesus told me to do it. God told me to do it. I feel led by the Holy Spirit to do it. Okay, then do it. If the Lord told you to come on with it, come on with it. If the Lord told you to come on, do it right now, then come on with it. But then when you got out there, this is a lesson learned. When you get out there, when he called you, you got to walk in faith. He began to walk on water because he was in faith. But something along the way has hindered our permission granted. Something has hindered our permission granted. So what do you mean something hindered our permission granted? God gave you permission to move and now the but now you allow fear f-e-a-r to stop you from moving in the will of God Peter started walking on water he got out of the ship he walked on the water. Peter did walk on water. He didn't start out in fear 
Because if he started out in fear, the first step he took, he would have sank. But he didn't. He stepped out of the boat and he began to walk on water. And verse 30 is where it says the but then. But when. But when he saw. You got to be careful what you see. Now, I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm going to give y'all this really uh, quick uh, testimony because I really feel led by God to do so. You can't look at likes. You can't look at views. You can't look at who who you who, who you think is supporting you and who got the who got your vision, who got your best uh, thing at heart, who, who care about you, who love you. You don't got to worry about all that because see, when God says move, he bids you to come, come forth, come from a month, come forth, launch out into the deep. When God give you these words and these assignments, he will give them to you. He not giving to you and this person and that person and that person. He want you to come forth. He want you to come out. He wants you to launch out into the deep. But Peter, walked on water. That's what I want y'all to see. Peter did walk on water, but he saw the wind boisterous. That's one. He was afraid. He, he was afraid and not until it wasn't until what he saw. It was when he became afraid. Then he sunk. See, we can see stuff all day long, but until we allow fear to step into our realm of where faith's supposed to be, then we'll begin to fail in life. We'll begin to sink in ministries. We'll begin because we ain't getting a lot of likes. We ain't getting a lot of views. We ain't getting no hearts. People ain't patting us on the back. But when God tell you to come forth, when God tell you it's your time, this is your season. When season, out of season is always your season. But what season are you in? This is the season. Peter said, I want to walk on water. Lord, if it's you, bid me to come to you to walk on water. And the Bible says that Peter got down out of the ship and he walked on water. And moment, the moment in your life, you walked on water. You was walking in your ministry. You was walking in your calling. You was walking in the assignment that God has given you. But what happened? You saw the wind. You saw People wasn't paying you no attention. You saw people not supporting you. You saw. What did you see? See, it's not what you see. It's how, what you believe. See, he saw the boisterous wind. That didn't cause him to sink. What caused him to sink was, in the next part, he saw the wind boisterous. He was afraid and began to sink. He cried saying, now here's the thing. When you know God has called you and given you an assignment to do whatever it is, you have to step out on faith. Peter started out in faith. Why? Because he was able to walk on water. The only way you can walk on water if you are in faith. He began to sink. And when you start sinking in ministry, when you start sinking in 
The things that you know God called you to do, you got to cry out and say, Lord, help me. Listen, have sense enough to call out to God and say, God, help me. Lord, please help me. And he don't take 24 hours to step in. The word says immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and he caught him and said unto them, him, all thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Where did you doubt, Peter? What At what moment in your life did you doubt? And when they were come into the ship. See, now they have got back into the ship. The wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Oh, a true, oh, a truth, thou art the Son of God. We got to understand that permission granted is not for you to be saying, oh, God, God, you know, this is what I'm doing. What well, God, this is what I got going on, whatever. This is about soul winning. This Everything Jesus did was all tied into soul winning. Every single thing he did from healing the blind man, the lame man, from, from uh, feeding the 5,000, Two fish and five loaves of bread. All of that was all for soul winning. All of that was for soul winning. So what are you actually doing that is soul winning? Are you still hung up on, I got a name and I got 49 titles and people can't talk, call you by your first name because now you got all this extra stuff in front of your name before you get to your name, you know? And that's one thing about God. You realize in the Bible, they, Jesus, they called him Jesus, you know? They called him Yahweh. They call, you see, there's a lot of stuff. People got a whole bunch of lists of stuff, but at the end of the day, he still is Jesus. And one thing I do know is this, is that you got to get permission granted. You got to get permission from God to move, go forth, to to, to do anything. You got to get permission. You got to get permission. Permission to move in your storm. You got to get permission to move in your storm. So now let's talk about permission to mess with you. Who got to get permission to mess with you? The enemy has to get permission to mess with you. And give me just a few minutes and I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. A perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and sheweth evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for naught? Has not thou made an hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on each every side? Thou hast blessed the works of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that I have he hath is in, in thy power, only upon himself. Put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when the sons of his daughters were eating. So that goes on to starting in verse 13. We see where Satan had to get permission from God to mess with Job. And Job wanted to show God that 
listen, you take all this stuff, you're gonna hear the protection of where I am, his household and everything. So if you take all this stuff, then he gonna cut you to your face. So what, what God told Satan was, okay, then you just do everything, whatever, but you cannot kill him. See, even though what I'm getting at is permission granted, Satan has to get permission from God to mess with you. That's, that's the whole point of this. Satan's gotta get permission to mess with you. And understand that when, when Satan get permission to mess with you, God already know what you made of. God already know what you made of. Cause we go on through here and we see where all the stuff that happened to Job. And then now that ain't the first time Satan came again to, to God. Satan's second request of God in, in, in chapter two. Satan goes back to God. Satan says to God, he says again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, from whence thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, hast thou considered my servant Job? So here we go again. He goes right back to, to uh, God, Satan does, and says, look, here's a second request. I'm coming back again because it's like this. Is that, okay, you took that. That didn't work. Okay, now you're going to take this. That didn't work. Okay, what else is there? In the end, at the end, the bottom line is this, is that when God gave Satan permission to mess with Job, Job received, as we say, always say, double for his trouble. He went through all of that, lost his family, kids, and all that stuff, down to the point his wife said, cuss God and die, and all of that. And then he said, he talking like a foolish woman, you know. So we get down to the part in the word where, listen, God gives permission. God gives permission to the enemy to mess with you. And don't be like, well, you know, here's another thing. God knows what we are made of. God knows what we're made of. And just like I said, have you tried my servant Job? God is not going to give the same permission to mess with you when you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. You just out there playing with the devil. That's this bottom line. I know this ain't um, probably clap worthy or praise the Lord, sister, preach on. But you out there, if, if listen, the devil doesn't have the authority to be all in different places at the same time because he ain't God. He can't do that, okay? But God, he has to go to God to mess with you. I want y'all to hear that. Satan has to go to God to mess with you, to get permission to mess with you. And if you already playing with the enemy, why would Satan come to God and ask about something he already got? Mm. If he already got you, he got you, but you don't need to stay in the mess. You don't need to stay in there. You need to stay over there in the enemy territory, camped out, laying with the enemy, sleeping with the enemy, all this other stuff. You come on out of there. You need to get on, come on up out of there. But understand this is that Satan is coming after who is representing God. Bottom line. If you look like your light shining, your light might be shining. He coming. If, if it seems like you about to get delivered, he coming. If you notice this, people that they're starting to stop smoking and drinking and stuff, all of a sudden, uh, there's some, you know, they get these urges like they, it's something they gotta have, like these, they get the urge they gotta have, this certain stuff. 
Well, see, the enemy knows and he can identify um, particular things that the flesh like. Well, particularly what we like. If you like a certain thing, he know. But understand this. He don't come with different tactics. It's the same tactic. He come with a different way. It's the same tactic, though. You know. But understand Job. Job was an upright man. That's what the word. God had confidence in Job. To add, tell Satan, have you tried my servant Job? Can you put your name sir, there and say, have you tried my servant? Let me put my name there. Have you tried my servant Tanya? Have you tried my servant? If there's a Lisa on the line, have you tried my servant? You got to see where you are in God. Don't pretend and, and listen. Don't pretend you were you where you think you are with God and you still playing with the enemy. Don't think that you in church and just because I'm in church 24 7 and, and all that and everybody got all these 49 accolades and titles and stuff and you still playing with the enemy. The enemy is not going to come to God for you because he already got you. Amen. Now, the second point what well, the second point I was I was making was the enemy has to get permission to mess with you. Now, what about when uh it's time to recover all? What about taking back what the enemy has stolen from you? What about that? We are so quick to try to go get somebody did something. I'm going to go down so and so and do whatever. And we know the words that the battle is not, not, not ours. Well, I hear it in a song. But the battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. We hear it. I've been hearing that since I was a kid. But understand this. You, even in battle, you got to get permission from God to recover all. If somebody come in your house or your camp or whatever and steal from you, you still got to get permission from God to go recover all. Okay, so let me give you a, a, a scripture. Give me just a second. You see, 1 Samuel 30 and 8 says, And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went in verse 9. You can read the rest. But you see, even in the midst of taking back what the enemy has stolen, you got to still get permission from God to move. You still got to consult God before you move. So you guys, I'm really almost out of time, but I want you to see this, is that you got to get permission from God to move in your storm. You got to get permission the enemy got to get permission to mess with you. And before you start taking back what the enemy stole, you still got to get permission from God. You still got to go back to God and, and consult God before you move. Because he said, David said, shall we recover all? Shall we pursue? And yes, pursue. When God tell you to do it, baby, you better get the moving. You better get the stepping. What they say, you better get the stepping. See, a lot of times we want to move on our own time and then we be out of time. Move in the will of God. Move when God tell you to move because permission is granted. Permission is granted. Who permission do you need? You need God permission. You don't need somebody else permission to do something. If God, if God said it, then that settles it. If God said it, that settles it. So stop trying to... Uh, 
pump other people up about a vision or a dream or uh, uh, get your best friend on board with what you're doing or what you got going. It don't matter. God has given you permission. So permission is granted. Baby, get the stepping. Get the stepping, honey. Step in love. Step in God, honey. Step in the Holy Spirit. Get the stepping. Because put one foot in front of the other. Don't be like Peter and be excited about ministry, jumping out there, and all of a sudden he starts looking at the wind, and then it wasn't the wind that got him, it was he became afraid. So don't worry about what other people say, what they think, it don't matter. You get permission from God, and baby, that is all you need. Again, thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Tanya Michelle, and this broadcast, this podcast, is created in him and yes this is episode three of permission granted so i god bless you guys thank you so much for tuning in please share this with a friend please share this with a friend or a foe please share this word because that's what it is it's a word from god please share this word so guess what you guys i love you again and i'm your host tanya michelle